It's Duffy's Tavern, the Friday night transcribed feature on NBC's all-star festival of comedy, music, mystery, and drama. Brought to you by RCA Victor, world leader in radio, first in recorded music, first in television, and by the makers of Anison for fast relief from pain of headache, neuritis, neuralgia. And now, here we go, friends, to Duffy's Tavern, starring Archie himself, Ed Gardner. Hello, Duffy's Tavern, where the elite meets to eat. Archie, the manager speaking. Duffy ain't here. Hello, Duffy. Business? Uh, well, we're between slumps. <laughs> now, we're past the Christmas slump, and the Easter slump ain't had a chance to get rolling yet. <laughs> oh, let me see. The business today, we took in uh, 78 cents in IOUs and uh, the balance on credit. <laughs> well, Duffy... Our customers is broke. Besides, who's going to pay cash for lousy food like ours? Had that trouble today with Sourpuss Snyder. Yeah. He, uh, he says the hash inflamed his ulcers. <laughs> A guy with ulcers shouldn't eat hash? Duffy, he didn't have them when he came in. <laughs> yeah. From now on, everybody pays cash? But Duffy... You, you can't do that. That's too drastic. Some of our customers have been drinking on credit for years. But, Duffy, with these people, it's, it's more than a matter of money. It's a way of life. These are people with backgrounds. Some of them are third and fourth generation drinkers. Well, it ain't fair, Duffy. Huh? Either I collect all the dough that's owed to us or I'm fired. Okay, Duffy. I had a little play, you the big potter. <laughs> okay. Eddie, Eddie, look, uh, how many paying customers has there been in this place today? The paying customers? Yeah. You want that exactly or to the nearest zero? <laughs> look, there ain't no mode for no witticism. Duffy has just exploded a bombshell at me. A bombshell? Yep. In the future, no credit will be extended to our customers. Gentlemen, the bar is closed. I'm serious, Eddie. What we need is a good collection agency. A collection agency? We already got two. What do you mean? Well, don't you remember? The first collection agency had to get the second collection agency to try to collect from us what we owe the first collection agency for trying to collect for us. <laughs> okay, then we'll get a third one. <clears throat> we got to collect them bills. Yeah, Miss Duffy. Archie, you've simply got to do something about business. Papa is terribly worried. He is, huh? Yeah. You should have seen the way he was acting when I left home. Yeah, what was he doing? He was just sitting there, brooding and drinking bourbon, and brooding and drinking bourbon. What was he brooding about? The price of bourbon. <laughs> well, look, Miss Duffy, I am doing something about business. I'm collecting all of our outstanding accounts. Now, where's our list of them chiseling cheapskates? Right here. Okay, we'll start with the letter A. Who's the first chiseling moocher on the list? Let's see. A. Archie. Better start with another letter. Now, wait a minute. Look at this one. Ward Hill and McGinnis. Eighteen bucks. Politician or no politician, Eddie, tell that guy Ward Healer in the future he pays cash. Well, you tell him he's up at the bar right now. Is he charging? Like the light brigade. <laughs> well, 
I'll take care of that. Look, Ward Healer. Well, I'd like to see you. Have a drink, my boy. A drink? Look, Ward Healer. Go ahead. It's all the house. <laughs> but I don't think I can afford it. You see, Ward Healer, we've just been going over our books, and we find out that you are our best customer. You owe us 18 bucks. <clears throat> Hawks, I'm glad you reminded me. Uh, as, I, as I said to the building inspector, the, the Honorable uh, James J. Cleary, when he threatened to close this place... What did you say to him? I said, please, as a favor to me, don't close the place, Uncle Jim. He's your uncle? Well, uh, uh, I'll tell you what, Hillis. It really ain't me that's trying to collect. You see, Duffy thought that if it was convenient, he, he was sort of hoping that, you know, if it's convenient with you, mind you, as, uh, as an evidence of good faith, uh, what I mean is, uh... Arch! What eloquence! Say that again. I was, uh... I was just saying uh, what I mean is that, uh... That's it! What... Powers of persuasion. And a perfect politician you'd make. Really? <laughs> Why didn't I ever think of it before? Why, the party's been trying for a man like you. Arch, how would you like to be pure food inspector for the entire 3rd Avenue district? Well, what, Healer? You, you kidding me? Arch, why would I kid you? Well, I can't think of no reason. Uh, but pure food inspector just sounds too good to be true. There's only one thing about the job, though. What's that? If the food is pure, why does it need inspection? Ah, <laughs> oh, that keen mind, limber as a buggy whip. <laughs> Just the man for the job. The perfect background. Why, if all the people you've saved through two were laid end to end... And most of them are. <laughs> Yeah, it's so bad that dead men can't vote. <laughs> In my district, they do. <laughs> well, will you sing along with the party? Well, if me public demands me, I guess I shouldn't shake up me destiny. I'm glad to hear that, Arch. The party needs someone like you. Thank you. Someone who is intelligent. Thank you. Someone with a head on his shoulders. Thank you. A head that will make a solid plank for a platform. Well, thank you, Ward Healer. You, you think that I can be elected? With the full power of our political machine behind you, you can't lose. No, huh? Well, who's running against me? Nobody. <laughs> Sounds like an even race. <laughs> Nobody running against me? Nope. You see the trick? You can sneak in as a dark horse. Hey, another drink on the house. Another drink on the house? Uh, look, Ward Healer, uh... Here's to Archie, our next pure food inspector. Give him a drink. See, <laughs> uh, Ward Healer, I, I really don't know how to, how to thank you. Ah, uh, forget it, Arch. Now, shall we seal our bargain with a cigar? You do have a cigar, don't you? Uh, well, yeah, there's some right there on the bar. <laughs> Take the expensive one, the one with the Cadillac tire marks. <laughs> well, thanks, Arch. Well, 
I think I'd better run along and tell the boys at the city hall the big news. Be seeing you, you old inspector, you. <laughs> well, Eddie, I, uh, I guess we better get busy with me campaign. Campaign? But there's nobody running against you. That's the hardest kind to win. You don't know who to sling your mud at. Every day you hear more and more about an incredibly fast way to relieve the pains of headache, neuritis, and neuralgia. It's Anacin, A-N-A-C-I-N. Now, the reason Anison is so wonderfully fast-acting and effective is this. Anison is like a doctor's prescription. That is, Anison contains not just one, but a combination of medically proven active ingredients in easy-to-take tablet form. Thousands of people have received envelopes containing Anison tablets from their own dentist or physician, and in this way, discover the incredibly fast relief Anison brings from pains of headache, neuritis, or neuralgia. So, the next time a headache strikes, take Anison, A-N-A-C-I-N. Anison, in handy boxes of 12 and 30, economical family-sized bottles of 50 and 100. Ask for Anison at any drug counter. Yes, Miss Duffy. That man over there wants to give us an I.O.U. for his dinner. He says he forgot his wallet. That's the oldest gag in the world. I'll throw the bum out on his ear. He's a big fellow. He's about 200. Oh, show the gentleman over here. <laughs> well, it's Slopey Balaguer, the singer. Look, Slopey, uh, you just had our nine-course deluxe dinner with two cups of coffee, and you owe us 35 cents. <laughs> now, fork over. Can I sing... A song instead. Well, sing a song instead. <laughs> <laughs> It'll probably be as good as your I.O.U. anyhow. <laughs> Go ahead. Puedes condenar 
igual que tú también me habrás de perdonar ay 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 te ofendí bien lo sé pero fue sin but you still owe us 15 cents. <coughs> Tell you what, though, you're an old customer and a good friend, and I trust you. Uh, just leave your hat and overcoat with Eddie. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Well... <coughs> <laughs> well, I got to work on my campaign slogan for a pure food inspector. Now, let me see here. Uh, 5440 or fight... Uh, Remember the main, uh... Well, how about remember the two mains? <laughs> hey, this is serious business. With Ward Healer McGinnis? Why, he ain't nothing but a cheap politician. Cheap? Are you kidding? He's costing the city plenty. <laughs> but who am I to be choosy? Uh, remember the old pervert, you know. Politics makes strange bedfellows. Uh, hello, Ward. Oh, hello, Finnegan. <clears throat> how do you feel tonight? Not so good, Arch. I'm not myself tonight. Well, that's an improvement. <laughs> Who are you? Anybody we know? Possibly. Name a few people. <laughs> this guy ought to help us to get out the moron vote. <laughs> Tell me, Finnegan, uh, what's your politics? Are you a Democrat or a Republican? That's it. The Republicans is the ones with the elephant, uh-huh. and the Democrats is the ones with the jackass. Yeah, which are you? I fooled you, Arch. I'm a Republican. Well, uh, irregardless of your bipartisan attitude, uh, what would you say to having for your next pure food inspector a fine, intelligent, honest man? Nothing doing, Arch. We want you. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you that I am running for pure food inspector. Why, Arch? Can he run for himself? Look, when I say that I'm running, I, I don't mean that I'm I'm running. I, I mean that I'm... Well, yes, I, I guess I am running. Arch, you're beginning to sound like me. Well, you get that way in politics. Arch... Ain't you too young to be in politics? Well, no, I'm, I'm older than I look. My youth is a little spent. That's just it, Arch. Ain't you afraid they'll find out how you spent it? <laughs> well, suppose they do. After all, is there anyone among us who ain't got a little evil and turd wood in his bones? Huh? Stop all this talk, talk, talk. I got a right to talk, Miss Duffy. I'm a politician. <clears throat> I got to come out fearlessly in favor of things like, uh, you know, like the, the poll tax. Poll tax? I'm against it. Why? Why should people pay a special tax just because they're from Poland? 
<laughs> Women in politics. Never the twain should mix. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I forgot. I'm going to need somebody to nominate me, ain't I? Hey, George, how about me nominating you? Okay, go ahead. Eddie, give me that gavel. Okay, uh, start the nomination, Finnegan. Friends, in all the years I've known Arch, he ain't got a cheap, dirty, underhanded thing that he ain't been sorry for. Well, thank you, Finnegan. And so, on this great occasion, I say Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Finnegan, what does that mean? I don't know, but it's got a big hand on December the 25th. Well, irregardless, I think maybe I'd better practice my acceptance speech now. Gentlemen, and mark me well. Four score and seven years ago, it ain't original. Eddie, if it was good enough for George Washington, it's good enough for me. Four score and seven years ago, as Chauncey Depew once said, Gentlemen, I do not want to fill you as full of a lot of copy pop. All I can say is, look at me record. Absolutely blemished. <laughs> me worthy opponent says that I am a crook. All I can say to that is, so is he. What price democracy? Thank you, Eddie. Now, here's where I make me campaign promises. Archie, you better forget the promises. I will, but first I got to get elected. <laughs> now, uh, fellow voters, I talk to you not as one who is interested in pure food, but as one of you. Thanks, George. <laughs> and so I say, you're welcome. Uh, if you don't want to hang separately, vote for me, and we'll all hang together. <laughs> As your food inspector, these things I promise you. Mr. Archie, them promises of yours are preposterous. What's that word? Preposterous. What does it mean? Wild. Wild. Oh. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah. As pure food inspector, I promise to keep our fair city clean. If I am elected, cats and dogs will not be allowed to run around preposterous. <laughs> so, I say to you, if you elect me mayor of this town... Mayor? Did I say mayor? Well, it just shows you how the people are thinking. <laughs> What else we want? Mayor Archie. And after that, who knows? Maybe governor. Governor of New York? Might have to start out in a small way, say he's the governor of Rhode Island. <laughs> then after that, who knows? Maybe Congressman Archie. Maybe Senator Archie. You mean you're going to put a plague on both them houses? <laughs> Why not, Eddie? And from then on, maybe it'll be the White House. President Archie. And then, maybe after that... Back to pure food, Inspector. 
mixed up his ways. Don't mention such a lowly position to the President of the United States. Now, uh, are there any further questions, gentlemen? Uh, Mr. President, what is your attitude towards uh, foreign relations? I am firmly in favor of them. <laughs> we have some very fine foreign relations in my own family. <laughs> now, uh, is there any other questions? Yeah. How about a high protective tariff? On that, I stand firm but straddled. What's your position with relation to burlesque? First seat, third row, right next to the runway. <laughs> now, to my main point of the evening, ladies and gentlemen, what about Alaska? What about Alaska? I expected that question. <laughs> but what's the answer? We spend $12 million to buy Alaska, and then we spend $50 million for a highway to get to Alaska. Does it make sense, gentlemen? If so, what will happen? Does this highway to Alaska become a one-way street? In this case, which way will it go? As Chauncey Depew once says, suppose it goes to Alaska. How would we get back? <laughs> or are we to be conjoled by foreign powers into taking the long way around? <laughs> Does that answer your question, madam? Yes. Yes. But what about Alaska? A very good question. <clears throat> what would you like to know? Are you in favor of statehood or motherhood? say that that depends on the farm block. But I'm afraid that I have them blocked. How? I'm going to send a copy of my speech tonight to every farmer's daughter in America. Why? Just think, 50,000 milkmaids all pulling for me. <laughs> well, friends, elect Archie and your troubles will all be little ones. Eddie, Eddie, I think I'll go out and stump the neighborhood with that speech. If you do, you will. Thank you. Now, if I'm going to get elected tomorrow, i got to do something drastic to get me name brandied about, you know? Now, where can I get some campaign buttons? Oh, I got a whole bunch of them. What does it say on them? Nothing. They're blank. Well, why, why would I use blank campaign buttons? Well, you can't afford to ignore the illiterate vote. Well, thanks, Benny, but I need something a little more dynamic, you know, something that'll get me a lot of attention. Attention? What? How about them pictures of the striptease game? Peaches Latour. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the ones that the burlesque house sent to the army for advertising. Hey, that might do a lot of good. Well, the army says they're better for warming up troops than sweaters. <laughs> And again, I think you have given me the membrane of an idea. <laughs> Eddie, is there any of them striptease pictures still around? About 200 of them. Good. We'll pass them out, and on the very bottom of every picture, I'll write, Vote for Archie. 
What a campaign. With McGinnis's political machine backing me and Peaches Latour fronting for me, I can't miss. Here's a word from RCA Victor. I suppose we all wonder sometimes what it would feel like to be a king. Well, now we can all find out so far as our home entertainment is concerned. If you had 100% royal blood, you still couldn't buy a finer home entertainment unit than RCA Victor's magnificent new television-radio phonograph combination. Yes, they're yours for a commoner's money. They're combinations to give you five of the latest and greatest in RCA Victor entertainment. AM radio plus FM radio plus two automatic record changers to play all record speeds plus million-proof television proven in over a million American homes. But because they share a single-tone system, RCA Victor's incomparable golden throat, and a single cabinet of masterpiece quality, these five instruments together cost you far, far less than you'd pay for comparable instruments separately. Choose your combination soon at your RCA Victor dealers. And humble greetings to your royal family as you rule your empire of entertainment. Every man, woman, and child of you a king. Tomorrow's election day, and it looks like my campaign is over. And no politician could have done more. I promised everybody everything. Yeah, huh? What did you uh, promise capital? More capital. What'd you promise labor? More labor. <laughs> What'd you promise the little man? A little woman. <laughs> yes, sir, there's nothing more that I can say on any subject. My hat is in the ring. If that's the case, what have you got left to talk through? Please, disciple, no wisecracks, huh? Archie! Oh, how are you, Ward Hillen? Archie, let me congratulate you on those pictures of Peaches Latour saying, Vote for Archie! What strategy? You're a natural-born politician. Scotch and soda, please. <laughs> Look, Ward Hillen, I want to ask you a question. After I become pure food inspector, exactly what do you expect of me? Do I fight for democracy or do I crusade for intolerance? <laughs> or, on the other hand, am I just a tool? Neither one, Arch. What do I do? Nothing. <laughs> Is that good? Ask any politician. Well, you see, Wardale, if I'm going into politics, I'd like to introduce a few reforms, you know, sort of a carry nation. Well, what did you have in mind, my son? Well, I'd like to do something for the poor people. What? Well, I, what I'd like to do is to take it away from the rich and give it to the poor. But, Arch, if you take the money from the rich, what happens? The rich become poor. I know, but if you're rich, it don't matter. <laughs> Arch, I was wrong when I said you were a politician. You're more than a politician. You're a statesman. Is it different? Certainly. A politician makes promises, a statesman breaks them. Boy, am I a statesman. Yes, sir. Well, just stopped in to wish you good luck. I'll be in tomorrow to give you a report on the election returns. 
as if we didn't know already. Well, Mr. Archie, today's the day, election day. Yeah, and let's see how many votes I figured to get now. There's your vote, there's Finnegan's vote, Miss Duffy's vote, that's three. And there's 216 Peaches Latour cards. Yep, Betty, I think it's in the bag. Well, Archie, I just got back to the voting booth. Good, who'd you vote for? William Jennings Bryan. <laughs> William Jennings Bryan, how come? In my district, we got an old machine. Oh, so what, what? I lose one vote. Did you pass out all of them peaches with dog cards? Oh, yeah, it was easy. Uh, people was coming up the street and asking for them. Well, that should swing it, first boy. The returns ought to be in any minute now. Excuse me. Hello? Oh, hello, Ward Haler. It's all over? A landslide, huh? What was the final result? William Jennings Bryan, one vote. Archie, two votes. Peaches Latour, 216. <laughs> I've been robbed. I demand a recount. Tavern, the Friday night transcribed feature on NBC's all-star festival of comedy, music, mystery, and drama. Brought to you by the makers of Anison for fast relief from pain of headache, neuritis, and neuralgia. And by RCA Victor, world leader in radio, first in recorded music, first in television. Listen tomorrow evening for The Man Called X, starring Herbert Marshall the Saturday night feature of the All-Star Festival.